This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Dennessy. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm still Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, January 24th. This is episode 137 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Today we have our special guest, Ryan Allgood, from the I Remember It Better podcast. Joining us again, he came back for more punishment. Yes, he did. <laughs> Second time. So last time we had all sorts of uh, <laughs> interesting events occur, so I'm going to let Dungeon Master catches up on where we are currently. So, Dungeon Master, you are a go. In the last episode, the party managed to make camp without entirely decimating the local wildlife, which was pretty good. And uh, Xanatari decided that she got fed up with the party and decided to take a little walk around the area to clear her mind. Well, a clear mind apparently tuned into another Kellish tar that was in the area, where we came in to find... Ryan's current character, uh, we like to call him Quietus, <laughs> or socially responsibless. SS. So um, the 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 very quiet and very stoic yet purposely driven Kalishtar, who has been. Are, are you a warrior, uh, Ryan? Um, ardent, right? Yeah, ardent. That's okay. Um, so you have come from the Kalishtar, a land not down under. Not yet. <laughs> Too early? Okay. Uh, to try and bring her back and uh, offload the memories that she's got, there's a little bit of wavering on Xanatari's part. She believes that the entire purpose is true and noble, but she's got some things going on that she doesn't want to quite have either the Kalishtar mindset corrupted or the uh, loss of her own memories and aspects that these may have made in her. So, um, last we picked up, Xanatari had moved away from Ryan's character. Uh, again, what's your character's name? Corbus. Corbus. It's Corbus Dallas. Who was sitting there. Multibus. Who was sitting in Multibus. the uh, <laughs> camp, just kind of looking over his stuff. And Thorn had engaged briefly Xanatarian discussion. Well, was going to. Whatever. We're coming up on it. Cliffhanger. And says was asleep. So, uh, let us pick up then with Xanatari since, um, we're going to try and get their stuff done a little bit and then we will move on. So, uh, cliffhanger. Over the cliff you go. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so last time, <laughs> as the world turns, um, Xantari's kind of taking a rest, chilling out after the conversation um, with Corvus, and Thorn's approached and given her some kind of shocking and surprising news, 
And so the question was, I guess, him just telling how he feels, and I don't know if there's some kind of response necessary. I can't remember the exact point that we stopped talking last time. Do you remember, Thorn? Like, what was the... was? What did you ask? I'm trying to recall it was a week ago. I know. I barely remember what I ate for breakfast <laughs> a week ago. You, you liked her, you think she was pretty sweet, you made her a mud pie, and was trying to pull her pigtails, I think, was the last... Uh, I think I was asking you, like, something about when you started to feel that way or something, and, and I sort of remember, did I pull the amulet out and throw it at, and I didn't throw it at you, but I pulled the amulet out and have some sort of, like, question about that. Because that thing's correct. been bugging me since day one as a character. As, you are correct. How she shows she, she cares, she throws at me. You should have known I cared a long time ago then. I love you! <laughs> Every time I push you off of a cliff, it really meant I loved you. <gasps> All the years of physical pain that I felt really meant it. Okay, so I I believe I think I may have already explained the amulet. Okay, then skip it. Um, but yeah, so I I've already made my declaration, and I'm I'm I guess I was asking you whether you had to leave. Ah, uh, yes. Um. Byzantine would say, I don't, I don't know if I have to leave or not. I definitely have to fulfill my obligation to the Kalashtar. I have to give them what they're owed and what I started out to do. And I feel like I've accumulated a good bit of knowledge that would be really useful to my people, and, I, and they definitely need to have that. So I'm not sure the methodology I'm going to take to give that to them. I don't, I, I am, uh, strong in my belief in Corvus's purpose, but I don't know that I trust a stranger to carry something so precious. You know, what if he's set out in the woods? Heaven forbid. I mean, we've had attacks every five minutes, you know, every step we've taken, there's been some sort of god of death. So I don't know that, you know, he's one man alone in the woods. So I don't know that I want to entrust the safety of something that I've worked so hard for to one person that I don't really know. So I may or may not take him up on his offer to to carry this, you know, individually. I may go with him just to ensure that it arrives safely, and so does he. Well, I don't particularly want to let you go after I've confessed how I feel. Maybe we should go with you. But if you go with me, who's going to take care of the prisoners that we've been seeking this whole time? Who's going to make sure that Winterhaven has its protectors close by, as it seems to need so frequently? Well, they've lasted this long, I'm sure they could last <laughs> a while longer. If you can, send them a telepathic message, tell them to be brave, we'll be back in coffee break. Do you truly believe that we took care of what we came to do in the ziggurat? I don't I don't know what we came here to do. <laughs> it's been a really confusing quest. <laughs> I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. It's like yeah, I think he agrees. Um uh, I don't know, like are we supposed to be prisoners? Is that is that our goal? Also, all, all we've found so far is a building that we've pulled down and a dragon that thinks you're pretty. <laughs> I think that the fact that it thinks that we are collectively pretty 
is true. I don't know. It looked at me and said interesting. Oh, well. <laughs> um, well, we keep having the princesses in another castle moment. Um, we pull the ziggurat down, and now there's a pyramid suddenly in the background. Maybe we need to pull that one down, too. I, I don't know what I want to do about the pyramid. If I think we should draw the line in the sand and say, you know, enough is enough. This is as far as we go on a, you know, rumor of something and just wait, you know, as Caesar has said, to see if something bad happens and then we know we did not accomplish our goal. But there's a lot of things to consider besides my personal feelings. Well, you have reasons why you want to go back now and it's understood. Just I worry about your safety. You know, we've all had each other's backs, and if you go off alone, I have no idea how good a fighter Corbus is. There's another reason I want to go back. Among the Kalishtar, we share everything as far as having a group collective of memories, having, you know, kind of a shared society where we look to create the best and make sure that, you know, culture is preserved and memories preserved and safety is ensured. And there is very little that an individual has for themselves. And lately, since things have been changing between myself and all of you, but you specifically, I feel like I want, I want something for myself that isn't shared with the collective. And that's the way that we express, you know, feelings for each other is to have kind of private moments that don't get passed on. And I can't move forward with any of these plans without without going back to get rid of what I currently have. I can't I can't hide what's happening now from everyone. I clearly not, you've just been attacked by a cat. I have been shown so much love. We have been uh joined by the co DM for the evening as most cases, however those who are not in the live stream will have the edit, the purring edited out. So He said Ryan, step back. I ain't get ready to hear this for a little while. <laughs> um, Thorn would probably sit there and he'd look as an entire for a while, kind of thoughtful. Though thoughtful is kind of pained in some situations. <laughs> and, uh, how's the thing? Not practiced! Don't know! Um, he'd sit and think for a bit. And, uh,. I look at the Atari flowers about all the... <laughs> um, and he goes, how long, will, how long will this journey take to back to the Kalashtar? I don't know. We'll have to ask Corbus. Corbus? If we can... Corbus doesn't know. <laughs> Corbus pops up out of the corner. Seven weeks! Pops back down. <laughs> what? It's like, Affleck! Affleck! Six days! The wiki it's, like, oh, it's over the there. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a five-minute walk, really. Yeah. The way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we're talking about it. It's, I can see it from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just a camp next to ours. It's like, oh, oh, we're here. Um, if, if we can find out how long it is, maybe we can make a plan to cut to to meet back up in Winterhaven in in so many days. I would like that. And then we can go from there. I don't intend to leave the party. I just need to take a little side trip. Literally. Side quest. <laughs> There's an exclamation point that's calling my name. 
you just got an optional mission. Mission. Optional. Blow up pyramid. Optional. Go to Kalishtar. Yep. Extra XP. Okay, so um, I guess we need to find out how long it's going to take before we can make a plan. Do you think we should bring Corbin over into this? Um, I I want to see what I want to see what happens with Corbus. Um, a lot of times, you know, the Kalishtar only see their immediate, you know, society, and I don't know how long he's been out. I I think he's probably been traveling for a while and many other years, but I'm curious to see how he reacts with with Cesar, who hasn't really seen him yet. And uh, I think you should talk to him a little bit too, and get a feel for what you think, what kind of man you think he is, how capable he might be. Besides, uh, I'm tired. Well, this is emotional. Hmm. Besides, I'm tired. You know, Xanatar is not like prone to <laughs> anything except rage and possibly, you know, extreme forms of anger. She's exhausted feeling this kind of emotion. Yeah, all that gamma radiation can really get you down. You would not like me when I'm not angry. Okay. Alright, well, maybe Cesar and I should talk to this guy. This Kalishtar, whatever he is, <laughs> coming in. Take a vagabond all of a sudden. Um, he would give Zanatari a smile, uh, put his hand over hers and then get up and go over to Cezos, who is obviously asleep, uh, as you know, the snoring could attract a horde of orcs from about a hundred miles away. And uh crouch down and, and sort of poke the old man in the shoulder. Thanks make for sure that he's actually that. You Cezor, are you are you awake? Oh, I What? We have a guest. We have a guest. What? We have another. There's someone in camp. Another Kalishtar. Another one? Another, another one. You know how hard it is to deal with just one. <laughs> hey! Cesar sits up and rubs his eyes and looks around to see, I'm assuming Corvus is in sight. And, uh, seeing him, so goes, oh, hello, waves at him. Still have a sleep. Uh, he wants to take Zanatari away. Uh, like, captive? As a... No, no. As a bride? I... What, what's going on? <laughs> Guess is of his mind. He, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. He's just Zanatari found him in the middle of the wild, brought him back to camp. Um, got got no idea why he's here, but Zanatari is saying that she has to leave. Uh, go back to the Kalishtar. Oh, okay. Um, when now? I uh, presumably. After we after we camp tonight, she needs to make a decision tonight. Oh, okay. Um, Zanatari, what what's going on? Oh, uh, okay. Zanatari would jump up and say, 
Talk to Thorn! And then just lay, lay back down. Right. Well, so, yeah, he's, he's here. Apparently she's, she needs to share her memories with the collective. And he would do quotation marks. Uh, we should find out how long it's going to take, whether they're going to... Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we be, we're, we're kind we of in the, in the party. Yeah. Um, I think we should go question him. Okay, well, as long as we don't use her methods, I think it'll be alright. Hey! Fair you, point. you don't have to have a, a no, alternate power source or something, do you? No. Yeah, just asking right. some questions. So. Alright, well... Hello, person. Get. Hello, old man. I'm Cesar. I'm Corvus. Okay. Uh, I like that. <laughs> That's a good name. It's... I feel it's fitting, yes. I uh, imagine you would. So, Thorne Thorn is telling me. Yeah, go ahead. Thorne, you, you, know, you what, seem to have a better grasp of what's going on since I just woke up. Why are you here? What, what, like, there's no words. He's just like, you've come out of the wild to claim one of our party members. We're obviously in the middle of something important. What that, what topic is, we don't know. Zenitari knows. She's, she's the leader here. But why? What are you, what are you here for? (laughs) Um, He kind of looks around at, you know, camp such as it is, and, uh, well, obviously, something very important is going on. Yes. As to why I'm here, uh, it's quite simply to, uh, to return Xanatari to the Collective, to share her experiences and her memories as, as is our custom. Her custom. When you say... When you say return, do you say return for good? Is she coming back to us? I would assume that ultimately her long-term goals are her own. If she wishes to return to you, it's entirely possible. There are a specific reason? Are you here at this time specifically? Is 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 there a... Uh, or did you just happen to go seeking her at this point? Like, what, uh, is this urgent? What, what is the nature of, of whatever it is she needs to do? It's, it's relatively urgent, not to a specific event or, or a moment, uh, in time. It's, it's just that she's, she's been away for some time now, and the longer she's away, the more, the more risks we feel there are with, uh, with losing these memories, these experiences, and her as a member of the collective. Is it, it, it like just she forgets, or is it more complicated than that? I know you have all, all these weird brain things or whatever. Is it, is it, but is it pretty much as simple as her just forgetting her experiences, or, or more mystical than that? No, it's as simple as something mortally happening to her. Should she. Oh. So, like, if she dies. Yes. 
if she dies. Or if, like Those... she gets conked on the head and can't talk anymore or something like that. Sure, along those lines. Right. Those memories, those experiences are lost to all of us, not just her. Okay. Yeah, I guess she was. She's said how that's like your whole deal is, you know, learning things and bringing them back. Uh, so I guess I understand that. Um. Uh, yeah. What What's the deal? How does How does this work? How long are you going for? How long is she going for? Uh, that's a pretty good question, and outside of my knowledge of Kalishtar, so um, I'm going to have to look to uh, to the GM here for a little bit of advice on how long this would take. be a, uh, probably a three-week journey out, and three weeks back, so probably about, depending on how much time she wants to spend within the Kalishtar area, probably about a two-month in-game event. She's there for 20 seconds. Turn you guys across the field. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> essentially, essentially, we put that in speak. Literally, it's across the road. Because every corner has a Kalish tar mart. <laughs> She's just got to go in there. and The Western Union? Yep. yep. <laughs> um, you know, if, if, she, if, if they actually allow eagles in this one, she'll be back tomorrow. No, man. You know the eagles. They wouldn't even take the one ring. They're not going to take me to Kalish tar. Those lazy, mm. lazy but, eagles. They could have just ended it. They could have just. They could have. You could drop the one ring in there in like twenty seconds, but no. They're like, they're like, ooh, we can't interfere with mortal plans. I'm an eagle. <laughs> I'll just save you on occasion, but I won't actually actively do anything. Gandalf the travel Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you had a really Damn sweet ride, all set up, had it all liquored up, had it all arranged, everything else like that. No, Gandalf, travel blocker. Oh, could you imagine one of yeah. the eagles corrupted by the ring? Oh. That'd be pretty sweet. Would be sweet. You need a lot of cash! Oh, God! Yeah, they get done for uh, a DUI. That's why they clap the eagles all the time. <laughs> there was a cartoon. Did you read that? It was a Penny Arcade or something? Where, like, it was the eagle's perspective, and they're just like, I'm not your caddy surface, because again, I've just kept going like, Hey, can I? Hey, how about? Hey, would you please... We're not your taxi! <laughs> it's pretty funny. Bad boys, bad boys. Yeah. What you gonna do? Um, however, you know, may, may, you know, as, as far as whether this has to happen on a particular night, because, you know, memories all alone in the moon. Thank you. There we go. There's the look from Xanatari. I don't even have yes. a drink. Okay. All right. Drink! Um, Everyone drink! I'm gonna go pick <laughs> Anywhere, anywhere from... You know, six weeks to two months would see okay. would see her back there and back to Winterhaven. Okay. Um, yeah. So I okay. So then, um, <clears throat> I guess to answer was Thorne's question. Um, uh, you're looking at a, at a travel time of about month and a half to two months, depending on how much time she chooses to remain within the collective. Okay. So come on. That's a, a chunk of time, uh, and uh, hmm, we are kind of in the, the the middle of something. And then, and again, out of character, how far? I mean, we can see the pyramid from where we are, right? Uh, yep, off in the distance. About how far away is it? Mm, about a day and a half. Okay. You know, it depends depending on the speed of the party. You know, a day and a half at at caution. 
But this thing must be pretty big if you're able to still see. Of course. Still see it, but um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were trying to figure out this. There's some weird thing with a prison break being interdimensional prisoners being released. I, I don't druid weirdness, but uh, and plus there's that that dragon. Don't forget about that dragon thorn. I don't know. Uh, can't forget about that dragon. That dragon from them. But I, I don't know how that really affects one way or the other. This this aspect, but. I mean, we, uh, I don't know, really, I imagine this, this prison thing is, is pretty urgent. It, it seemed to be a, a pretty big deal. So, uh, we're trying to, trying to find the real, the real nature of the, the issue at this point. Um, though, you know, in terms of Xanatari risking death or, or head conking, it's, it's probably up there, though. I don't know how much, you know, compared to the other things we've done. So, I understand, you know, Banking these memories is, is you know, definitely something that's something to consider, I guess. But uh, I don't know that it's 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 really up to us. I, I would think it'd be up to her. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Hey. Does, Cor- does, does does Corbus know fear? He's um. Yeah, he knows fear. Would he have any reaction to the to the dragon? Um. Yeah, he would definitely not be comfortable with that. <laughs> um, he would have not enjoyed that experience. Yeah, that experience with the dragon as a child. Doesn't want to take that memory home. <laughs> okay, because um, you know, often, often a distance, a bit, there is a sharp rustling of um, bushes at the edge of the uh, the clearing that you guys are staying at. In fact, it's probably about the area where you and Xanatari exited from the from the wood lines and stuff. Um, well, then, at that sound. As well as the earlier mentioned dragon, I, w- I would say he's he's very uncomfortable with that. So he's probably gonna jump to his feet and start reaching for his sword. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, Winter, who is probably right over by um, Zanatari, uh, perks up and looks over in the direction of um, the wood line and gives a low. But not threatening growl, but just, it's kind of a, hmm, some degree of a warning. Any reaction, Ryan, beyond drawing your sword, anything from Daniel or Cesar? Probably look back at Corvus, and, uh, and sort of give him the third degree. Are you sure it's safe to travel out there with a dragon that is clearly chasing us? Aren't you, aren't you risking more by going out there alone? I mean, from from our past experience, this this dragon was was following Zanatari. Then I'd say you're risking much by staying here. But we'd be safer inside the pyramid than running from a dragon for three weeks. I mean, I guess that's entirely dependent on what's in that pyramid. But devil, you know, that's versus true. the devil, you don't. Or <laughs> <laughs> dragon eater. Well, severely just underestimated that. You should have gone with uh we should go with Columbus. Nice knowing <laughs> you guys. Uh um, when he when Cesar hears the, the noise he he gets up and, and sort of head like steps a, a direction you know takes a few steps in that direction and, and, and yells out 
Hey, is, is that that dragon? <laughs> there is no response save a, a, a even closer rustling of this, this, the sound of the <laughs> rustling in the woods it gets louder. Does it sound like a big rustling? Like a dragon-sized rustling? Well, like unknown because, un- unknown like because the last time the, uh, the dragon didn't make a whole hell of a lot of noise when it was creeping around camp and stuff. So, so it could uh, be something small. It could be something small, it could be something large, it could fit in a bread box, it could not fit in a bread box, but it might be a portion size equivalent to what Xanatari eats in sushi. It's a really big dragon. <laughs> dragon roll? <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so Cesar, you get no response, but... Uh, it does seem that it, whatever this thing is, it's it's definitely wherever it'll come bursting out of the woods. It, right now, um, Corbus is is closer. How, about how far in does it sound like it is, based on what we can hear? Like, wh- if I were to estimate how far out outside of the edge of the clearing, um, within thirty seconds, it'll be coming out of the, the clearing at this pace. Okay. Uh, Cesar would like to crack a sunrod and throw it as far as he can towards that, through okay. you know, into the, the woods, towards the sound. Okay. Very good. Out goes your um, Cesar webs out his rod. Mm-hmm. Old man. Old man. Um, private confrontation. Thank you. I've been here before <laughs> many <Mithrin>. times. <laughs> Having channeled Mithrin, thank you. Um, Okay, so you cast it out there. The the light is showing. Thorn, anything that you want to? Um, firstly, I'm gonna give give Cesar like a raised querying eyebrow, and I and like, what do you expect? Do you think the dragon's going to talk to us back? No, but I mean, if it if it's there, it knows we're here, so why not? It's talked to us before, if or it, at least it's Xanatari. No, it's way here anyway. I I think we need to move. I'm gonna go wake Zanatar. Um By the way, um, to... Thorn, yeah. while while mm-hmm. while you're walking back towards Xanatari, there is a reason for interrupting you here. While you're walking back, I'd like you to make a perception check. Perception. Oh god, it's a natural one. Oh. Blind. Thorn forgets who he is. Thorn, looking at looking at the dark so long, I look at the at the fire suddenly, and I'm blinded. Thorn, I'm going to have mercy on you. What? What? Unheard of. Because I I, I I might I might make use of this one later to a to a more limited degree than immediately inflicting it upon you. But mm. for the sake of the story, as you're going back towards um, Xanatari and stumbling through camp like a mess because you looked at the, the sunrod and stuff, mm-hmm. you do happen to see that off in the distance towards the direction of the pyramid, um, there's something flying around that area that looks like the dragon. So... Even even for you know the the most adult of minds, which your one would probably be, um, the dragon's out there. What's in the woods closer here? But um, you're the only one that you're the only one that yeah. knows that info right now. 
I think I'd, I'd panic realizing that it's not the dragon out there. Um, not not sure what it is. Um, so going to go over to the Natari, um, shake her awake. Um, we need to we need to pack camp. Oh, firstly, Natari, are you awake? <laughs> no. We we need to pack camp. There's something in the woods close by, and it's not the dragon. It's something I know. How how big was the rustling? Fairly fairly rustling. It like something like something something was running through the undergrowth or whatever. But again, based on perspective of what happened at the other camp, you have no real idea of Sure. Okay. So, um just a, a little bit confused as to to what it could be. I mean if the dragon's there and the rustling was quite large and didn't say anything of Still approaching, even though it's for a sunrod. Um, I'd probably explain the situation to Zanatari. Go something. Something is coming. It's because uh, not making itself hidden. It's uh, quite loud. We should probably pack camp and leave before it gets here. But Thorn, you're actually uh, in in saying that the sound stops behind you for a moment and then continues, and it's about ready to to appear at the tree line. Okay, no time. Get your weapon. What, what do you mean it's not the dragon? Dragon's over by the pyramid. It's just up there, and a point towards the top of the pyramid. What, you Is saw the it? dark shape still there? Yes, I saw it. It was flying around the top of the pyramid. Oh, okay. What, is this a, a bear? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but it's going to die. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's not a dragon. I'm not too worried. Cesar still has his crossbow out. Ready to go. Zantar would leap up, uh... become ready, stumbling around, half asleep, throwing things into a bag. This feels awfully familiar. Deja vu. Cesar says to to Corbus, "Can can you can you handle yourself in uh in this type of situation?" Uh, yeah, I'll I'll do well enough. I'm sure. I mean, you're not leaving, right? Guard the camp. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, cover, cover our backs. We'll uh, we'll see you back at Winterhaven. You know where Winterhaven is? Good. Yeah, you'll find us. Good place. We're gonna get a head start towards that. Bye. Place. Bye. You, you wait here for a minute, G- guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Sorry, throws some spice as she walks by. <laughs> Corvus, um, the thing that you don't know about camp setting up preparations for this particular camp. Um, they actually mowed the grass around the area, so there's like concentric ring circles. Mm-hmm. Moving, moving out dramatically from the spot that you happen to be standing in. Oh, awesome! So, uh, died the center one red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, my wily coyote yipes uh, sign. You are here. <laughs> we all walk past him like the Atari throws spices. I look at him just. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> walk, just keep walking. This is like gives him a pat on the back. We just walk, leave. Good luck. All right, good, good talk, guys. <laughs> We're known for our hospitality throughout the region. All right, well, so so call home. I'll see you later. Yep. All right. Last final actions. Um, these would be the equivalent of minor actions before events happen. Let us go first to Zenatari. Um, I finished throwing everything that I had out, which isn't a whole lot because I kind of just got to camp and then started walking. Um, my bag is packed and I have my sword out and drawn, prepared, facing the direction of the sound. Uh, Ryan. Um, I'm gonna scoop up my stuff that's still kind of rolled up, 
and uh, be prepared to make maybe a fighting retreat. But I'm focusing on where that all that sounds coming from. Okay. All right, uh, Thorn. Okay. Um, didn't really get anything out to begin with. Um, sort of just like roaming around the camp. Um, draw my draw my bow and uh, and knock an arrow to it and and prepare basically a a, a, a very basic spell to uh, unleash. Okay. And Cesar. Does it? Do we have a better sense now that it's about to burst through as to the size? A deer, at least, as big as a deer. It's not like a squirrel, right? Obviously, yeah, we've heard some... it coming from far away. It's it's got some size to it. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, it has some size to it. Uh, maybe deer would be. Could it? Could it potentially be a person or a humanoid? It could be just about anything in the dark. Okay, Caesar will shoot at the noise. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll. Shooting into cover. I don't know. I don't remember the rules. Do we care? No. <laughs> um, just do a, one of my aggravating force one, I guess. So uh, it would be without any penalties, 35 versus AC. Okay. With uh, shooting into cover or concealment, it's minus two for soft cover to hit. Okay. Um, your... Bolt goes arcing out into the night at great speed, and very quickly you hear the sharp sound of a yip, but as a bigger sort of animal, not like a You just flat. shot a freaking leprechaun. Yoip. <laughs> <laughs> really big leprechaun. Is it really big? Some, some sort of canine has just been shot. We have to do that, Cesar. And you hear kind of this stumbling, crashing, even kind of like swaying, and then a, kind of a pause as the uh, um, whatever it is stops moving through the brush. I got it! I got it, guys! Cesar, damage, please. Uh, uh, Twelve. Okay. You hear the sounds of a whimper, but it's a whimper as if the mouth is wrapped around something, and it's whimper. Alright, Cesar will investigate his hit. Okay, so do you walk out with another sunrod past the... Assuming I... I I'm, a, I'm imagining I would need it, so yeah. Okay. Um, you pass out of range of your first sunrod, activate your second one, mm -hmm. you head straight into the... into the woods, or... Toward, just directly towards the noise. Okay. You go in and about five feet from the edge of the woods, there is uh, what appears to be a large hunting dog, probably about the size of a uh, Burmese. Mm -hmm. And your bolt is sticking in it. It has a collarish type device, has some sort of tag on it, and appears to have some sort of chunk of meat in its mouth. Wow, why you shoot the family dog? Mm. Is it dead? It is just barely alive. Our right. PCA is going to be on your ass faster than Cesar moving quickly will uh, take a length of rope. Mm -hmm. uh, tie. You said it had a collar, right? Yes. Tie it to a, a tree with a pretty short leash, pretty short lead, whatever, mm -hmm. wherever the closest tree is. And then uh, 
he'll uh, use one of his healing splat balls and uh, okay. revive it or whatever it would be. I don't remember what that is. Let's see. Sorry. Um, whatever its healing surge value is, plus four. Okay. Um, the animal looks, you know, of course, more revived and stuff. Uh, it's got a mixture of fear and sort of tail-thumping kind of response towards you. Uh, fear at first, because you smell like the bolt, um, mm-hmm. but then you make it feel better, and it quickly kind of forgets the... Ouch. Do you remove the bolt or do yeah, you anyway. leave it in there? Whatever. I mean, I've, I'm trained in heal, so whatever it would be better, more beneficial for the, okay. depending on the nature of the wound. Okay. You 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 can remove the uh, remove the bolt. Okay. All right. Hey guys, c- come on! It's it's a some sort of of dog. Seems uh, domesticated. Seems all right though. Come on, check it out. Um, Corvus. Uh, yes. By the way, um, you have kind of a sinking suspicion in your stomach. You remember that you brought a dog with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh. I, I forgot about Fluffy. No. Uh, Timmy. No. Um, about a week ago, when you were traveling, um, you had a hunting dog companion that picked up that you picked up at some point along the line in your travels and has been with you for a while. And it is... Been lost for about a week, but apparently it has found and located you, and then Cesar found and located it. But there's a sinking suspicion that mm, before you see the dog, this might actually be the mutt. Terrible owner. You picked up the dog. Terrible. Well, let it get shot by an old man. He wouldn't give me his memories, so I don't much care about him. (laughs) He wouldn't come back with me. (laughs) (laughs) Santari takes notes. Um, in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit, I promise. Oh. Uh, okay, my well... Bastard. <laughs> well, uh, between seeing um, this old man walk into the woods by himself and uh, and my sinking feeling that he may have just shot that dog I just remembered about, um, I'm, I'm going to head in, into the tree line after him. You okay. sing a country song while you're doing it. Oddly enough, I think my wife did just leave me too. So, old man shot my dog <laughs> and he's got more courage than me and my sword. <laughs> Nobody will come home with me. I'm all alone. Um, this is a good song. Stop, stop stopping halfway through. <laughs> Twang, 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 twang. Twang, twang, twang. Yeah, I smell CMA. But, uh... <laughs> um, man, okay. So I, I, what, I, I find Cesar and my wounded dog? Yes. Sure. Mostly, Mostly healed. healed. It's only tree. partially dead. Tied up to a tree. Uh, tied to a tree, okay. The, um... Any reaction from Thorn or Xanatari? Do you guys follow in as well, or...? Yes. Now that the immediate danger is over, we'll follow. Okay. You all encounter this this animal. Uh, What does anyone do? What's Winter doing? Winter Winter is defensive, you know, protective of you, but 
has sort of ruled this creature as being far lesser than you or it. So it's pretty much kind of the, do I make it a snack? No, they seem to be looking at it like it's not a snack. Okay. I'm not going to eat it. Yet. (laughs) Okay. It's kind of like, you know, the rubber ducky up against the the Enterprise uh, aircraft carrier. Okay. I'll just stand to the side and observe. Okay. Um, says make a perception check. Low roll, good bonus, 21. Okay. Do you want to know the name of the dog? With a perception check? Yep. This is sure. your doing things, you know, you'll have looked at the... Okay. Label. Okay. Anybody else want to check? No, I'm just going to name it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I need like a little book of names. Oh, I don't think you can just change a dog's name every time. Ryan, yeah. Yeah. Your, your, your dog with the uh, the odd name of Diesel um, is... <laughs> Is laying there on the ground, but seems to get up and start to recover quickly and start wagging its tail at you. Okay. Well, I'm going to, um, once I get there and see that Cesar shot my dog, Diesel, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and drop down to a knee and start untying him. Do the old pet him behind the ears, like, oh, you poor dumb dog. Um, I want to be uh, mad at... Alex, uh, but can I just tell you, you're awfully forgetful. You're actually all about, like, memories and stuff. I unloaded this memory, and I don't have it. How can you How can you protect the Xanatari if you can't even protect your own dog, you know? Yeah. Judging. Judging already. Judging. <laughs> Judging. Wow. Pulls out a notebook, makes some notes. <laughs> Unreliable pet owner. Uh, Turns Thorn- away, like, right? Thorn's big book of grudges. That's right. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ryan, uh, Revan Geek, uh, Cliff, um, sold you up the river on that one. So. Yeah, sorry, man. Oh, yeah, that's, that's okay. I'll, I'll tell dog stories about him later. Okay. Um, in the mouth of the um, dog, because it was known to sometimes bring back uh, things that you would be able to skin and cook and whatever, um, there is a chunk of meat, and it appears to be bear. Okay. Bear meat? Or bear meat. Bear. Bear meat. <laughs> no. <laughs> he skinned it and then prepared it and filleted it. And now that's what hell of a dog. It's <laughs> bear. Out of this fillet of, fillet of bear and like. Probably imagining a, a, a St. Bernard with a chef hat. Bark, bark, bark. Bark, bark, bark. Exactly. Uh. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take his. Uh, I'm going to take his offering of bear meat. And okay. um, I mean, is there is there anything remarkable about it? It's just bear meat. It's it's. Your domestic dog took down a bear. Well, okay. and your comments are: how, Is there anything special? How is this dog that's been following well, you for months. Oh, well, here and it just goes off. Here's the thing: is the bear meat looks to be about maybe a day old by your judgment. And unless the animal has managed to develop skills with a flaying knife, this is a skinned, um, prepared piece of bear meat. Seasoned, cooked? No, not seasoned and cooked. It's marinating. Alright, so then, uh, it's pretty fair to say that he didn't take down a bear. 
but does this look more like meat he found somewhere else and has just picked it off of something, um, you know, someone's stash of meat as opposed to ripped it from a bear. Yes. For, for those <laughs> really who have been paying attention to the previous episodes, it may be a chunk from the previous campsite where a dressed bear was um, left in the center yeah. of the camp. The, the, the one that was skinned and used as a blanket for a puppy. Shut up. Untreated skin. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Wrapped it like a tauntaun. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. We should call it Skywalker. It is winter. Out of winter, we're stinking. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna point out that this is uh, this isn't just ripped from a bear, you know, meat. Because Diesel's not that smart. Um, he's kind of a dumb dog. So uh, I'm I'm gonna ask if you guys have encountered some other camp or know where there's, you know, prepared bear meat lying around. <laughs> Wait, did you did you say Diesel? Yeah, I saw that name on the the collar. You you know this dog? Uh, yes. This dog's actually been traveling with me off and on for some time. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just shot your dog. Um, Secret high five to Tesla. <laughs> so I, I, I guess maybe you, you didn't know it was, it was him either. Since you didn't, well, no, you know, say, to, don't shoot my dog. No, to, <laughs> to be fair, I don't think any of us realized exactly what it was. So. Alright. Um, well, I'm sorry about that. I... Basically healed him up, so uh, he should be good to go. Basically, slap yeah. slap a few band aids on him. He, you know, he's got a little bit of a a wound there. Make, need to make sure it doesn't get infected or anything. But uh, you know, I didn't take the arrow out, but he'll be fine. Like, yeah, he did. He did. I pushed it in further, be... so it would just <laughs> seal up that wound. Have a little good. fletching on the side. It just adds character. Says it's going to take take the bolt, uh, wire some electronics to it, get shortwave radio <laughs> to the collar. Nice. Yeah. Franken Diesel. <laughs> Hello, my name is Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. Okay, Squirrel. Anchor. Yes. Continue on. Um, Xanatari, you have now faced a many a horrible foe. You have now faced this not quite so horrible foe. Hmm. Xantar's going to back up because she realizes where this bear meat has come from. Because last time she saw this, she was standing in a dragon in the camp with a dragon. So, I guess concerned that perhaps this dog has led the dragon to us, she's going to back up and just kind of pause for a second. And then you know, say out loud, do you guys remember the last time we saw a bear? Uh, yes. I, I remember the bear. We did some wonderful things with that bear. I've impressed. It's the nearest. It's the nearest bear to where we are. Was there also that one flying through the air? Or was that the same one? The bear? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> bear. Whoa. <laughs> Could I have what? some of your medication? <laughs> what potions are you drinking? Um. No, I. I don't know what that Atari heard the the explanation. Um. I think the reason we stood our ground is that. I, the, I saw the dragon flying around the pyramid, which is oh. why we kind of stood our ground. So I don't think we've got much to worry about. I mean, it's, it's over there. I don't know whether it, it can see us or not. I don't know how perceptive dragons are. Never encountered one before. Um, but if, if any case, 
it may be able to smell the trail of the dog. We sh we should regardless of where we go, it'll be able to find us. Um, I don't know. Do you think we should should keep moving, find another camp spot, or just set watches and, and wait the night out? I don't, I don't know what advantage another spot is gonna, you know, gain us, especially with, with uh, trying to find it in the dark like this. Uh, I, I, we were found by a dog. That's uh, about it. I don't I don't see why we need to to recamp at this point. All right. Well, if that's the case, given that it's your dog, Corbus, I think that you should stay watch. Keep watch, and I'm going to watch you and make sure you don't kill us in our sleep. <laughs> Ooh, confidence. Well, that's fair and probably wise. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Making these. <laughs> I love how, how blood Thorn is. He's like, I'm going to make sure you don't kill us in our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Last comment. confidence. Going around the table before we end the episode, this particular episode, I think we're going to do another one after. Um, Thorn, last comments? Um, no, no real comments. Sort of just leave the, the wooded area, head back to camp. Um, occasionally glancing over my shoulder at the rest of the party. Okay. Um, getting ready to settle down for the night. So, uh, that's about it. Okay. Uh, Corvus. Uh, I'm going to take my still slightly wounded dog back and um, set him down, make sure he's you know, bandaged up, throw, throw him a little bit of that bear meat that he brought back, and maybe make sure he doesn't wander off, get shot in the woods. Okay. Um, by the way, Winter has uh, not moved on the dog in terms of either trying to uh, pin it down or react hostily to it. But it's very clear that this dog knows that your dog knows that uh, it is so far below the pecking order that it's on borrowed time, if that. <laughs> I appreciate it. no more party members hurting my dog. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm trying to get a dire wolf Wait. from doing things to your dog of any nature. Yeah. No promises. Wait no promises. It's going to have like three bolts, a couple of arrows. <laughs> like a porcupine when you wake up. <laughs> It'll still be alive. It won't be dead. It'll just be, like, mortally wounded. It'll be like, ah. I'll heal it up. And the CBS peacock is born. Um, Cesar. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> Cesar will um, head back to, to camp, and uh, before settling back down, um, remix one of, uh, you know, refill the uh, the healing splat ball that he has to uh, make sure he has a full stock. By the way, uh, Thorn, as you're heading back into camp and looking over at the party, you are again able to, through the miraculous uh, benefits of not rolling, um, see that the dragon is still out towards the uh, pyramid, but you have this horribly, horribly paranoid feeling that as it's flying and coasting along out there, it's looking exactly at you. Or it knows right where you, and only you, are. Make a big gestures to it. Make a big gestures to the dragon. Like I know you're the. <laughs> in fact, in fact, you know the imagination is so great that maybe you can see the flamey, jade green eyes of this dragon just off in a distance, flashing at you. Oh, cinematic shot, right? It just sort of closes 
stop on the, the dragon's eye circles. Just <laughs> end. And with that, Xanatari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathD4Dishonored.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Grey Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at Genesee.com. And join us for our worldwide adventures. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.